0: A1 Custom Car
1: Care. Good morning and welcome. You've got Sarah and Dustin, A1 Custom Car Care. We have a very special guest. Many of you... Special. Very special. I'm actually excited. Uh, We have the uh, one and only Kyle Wyatt Esquire.
2: Esquire, that's right.
1: So, initially... That Esquire, you spoke at a event several years ago that I attended. Do you remember that?
2: I do remember that. I, that was an I,
1: awesome I, event, by the way. I say that, I think, every time that, that uh, we do a show. We've talked about this in the
2: past. Yeah, I talked to Dr. Lane. I told him he needs to try to get one
1: again. I would definitely attend again. That was awesome. It was uh, kind of, I don't exactly know how to say it, but it was kind of a preparedness mindset. Yeah. Uh, you spoke about vaccines, which was very, very educational. I appreciate you uh, schooling us on all that. So
2: yeah i had a uh, conversation just yesterday i was doing a a deposition oh and um the uh the the parents have been dealing with some issues of their five-year-old yeah uh who's on the spectrum Mm -hmm. and a lot of the things that they were uh going through is exactly what Catherine and i went through with our firstborn and so uh after the deposition was done i sat down and you know, just talk to them about our experiences because yeah. they're dealing with a, a lot of the same things with, you know, digestive issues, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, potty training issues with a five year old. Um, so these are all kind of common things with, with autism and, and, and children who have been, uh, adversely affected by vaccines. But yeah, I, I my favorite thing I think was <clears throat> the guy with dirt. Yes. <laughs>
1: Lasagna garden was like his that. topic yeah. and I have actually, uh, implemented quite a few of those, um, it was it was a a great group of folks that Dr. Lane put together. So I'm, you know, hopefully world will somewhat go back to normal at some mm-hmm. point in time and and if he can put that on there, I would definitely attend that again. That Absolutely. was awesome. So, uh, you know, we have a little one as well. She's yeah. two. God. Um, we go for an autism test. I think uh, they had bumped it, so I think it's in the middle of next month. Mm-hmm. Actually, and I know this is kind of a, a different way to go about it, but it would be good for us to get an autism diagnosis because the red tape that comes along with insurance companies mm-hmm. is much easier to work with when you have that diagnosis versus a genetic disorder, which is, you know, uh, Brindley, our little one's main issue. Right. So. Uh, she's doing very well, by the way, so beating, beating a lot of the odds. So she had a we had a 5% chance of getting home, and uh, she just turned two. So, yeah, doing very, very well. It is, well. So it is for is sure. Good. It Absolutely. I could not, if that doesn't make a believer out of you, I don't know what will. That was a, a big deal for us. So the last couple of years have been interesting, uh, but I've got a couple of questions Uh-oh. for you.
2: All right. Let me, uh, let me start my clock timer here. Yes, I know. we got
1: <laughs> By the minute, right? <laughs> So I was uh running late as you as you graciously pointed out on the way here this morning. Uh and two cars back there was a motorcycle cop. Mm. Uh he was <laughs> mm. gracious enough to give me a pass on this deal. Um what advice do you have for somebody that is uh gets some uh repeat offenders uh, speeding in violation here in the state of Missouri?
2: <clears throat> you know, th- there 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 comes I had a guy.
1: Sarah's shaming me over here. Who is that who uh
2: Catherine <laughs> remember this? I had a guy who would get probably four or five a year. Oof.
1: He's worse than me. Yeah. I thought I was the number worse. one.
2: Well, he, so he was a car dealer. <laughs> oh. And so he would, you know, leave the lot with the red Corvette. Aha. Uh-huh. The, you know, just Mustang. the, the Mustangs, yep. the Camaros. And, 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 and he lived like in a Rogersville area. Uh, and so he'd always have to drive, you know, 10, 15 miles, whatever, uh, from the dealership. And so inevitably, when you have a hot rod, Mm -hmm. why not, right? Yeah. And it it came to a point. He got. I was dealing with four at the same time in Greenfield. Oh my! Well, because you know they 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 take a little bit of time. You'll you'll get one. Let's say in January, get another one in February, get another one in April, get another. Wow. And, And so by the time it makes its way through the clerk's office and to you know, so now I got four. And I told him, I go, brother, I'm not going to be a lawyer you out of this problem. I mean, because not only do you have those, then we took care of the ones in Billings. We took care of the ones in Republic, (laughs) took care of the one in Ozark, took care of the one in Nixa. I mean, it was it – was. I haven't heard from him for, for a long time, so hopefully – I remember the, after the last one, he, he, he said, I'm, I'm, I'm driving like a, a Honda Civic <laughs> yes. or something like that. Because uh, some people just don't have that ability right. to, to stop. But, I mean, the reality is, I mean, attorneys can help to a certain extent. And, and it definitely helps if you um, diversify mm-hmm. where you speed. Yes. Well, because, uh, you know, you can – especially the the smaller towns and stuff, they may not necessarily communicate with, with the upper echelons of the, of the state. Uh, and so if you work out a deal, it, it takes it off your record. So then another prosecutor, when they see – may not necessarily yeah. see it. Uh, now, of course, they if they run a mules on you, they're going to see every time you got uh-huh. pulled over or whatnot. So that doesn't help.
1: So I think I was blessed by that because I got to meet a fine state patrolman in uh, Cassville, was one of them I come and visited you. And then another one, I think, was here in Greene County. So, yeah, I don't think, uh, uh, you know, the fact that I diversified. Yeah, if put yeah, there, if, you, if you speed, diversify. <laughs> you <know. laughs> don't just get caught in the same place all the time, so. No, you, uh, it's definitely, you know, when you get pulled over, it's, it's very, um, a lot of anxiety, heck, as I'm sitting here talking about it, I'm getting a little anxious here. What advice do you have for somebody that is dealing with some of our law enforcement? And by the way, I want to put this out there. Any of them that I've ever been pulled over have been absolute rock star people. They've been very nice, very professional. I haven't had any of those experiences with somebody on a power trip or anything, but, uh, what do you advise? Is there something you should do? Something you shouldn't do? What are the big no nos? Well,
2: obviously you want to try to keep it ten under. Ten under, okay. Now, you know, well, I say ten <laughs> under, ten over the speed limit, but under that, so nine over, eight over. Because generally, law enforcement. I mean, I, I know a, a, a ton of the guys, and, and you're right the, the, a lot of them are, are, are uh, some of the heroes that we have in the community. Seriously,
1: absolutely. Um,
2: they they have better things to do. Yeah. And and generally, uh, what you'll have is whoever they pull over that that day, that's going to be their mark. So if if they if they if they pull you over going eleven over, then anyone under eleven, they'll they'll let go. Oh, okay. okay. But and every officer is different, you know. Every, but they they'd rather do other things. But um, I don't know if you saw this past weekend; it was Memorial Weekend, mm-hmm. and I saw a lot of highway patrol a lot
1: we kind out. of stayed close to the house
2: i didn't i didn't get out you. and about yeah I had what, a lot of work great. i had a lot of work to do so uh but you know radar detectors aren't bad if you just do not have the ability to control yourself uh investing in in, in one that's that's you know super high tech mm-hmm. whatever uh would be helpful uh but generally what i what i tell folks is i mean just be prepared. If if you have, if if you just do not have the ability to to go the speed limit, um, uh, be ready to, to to pay higher insurance rates. Yeah. Because at some point, there's there's not going to be much an attorney can do for you. Uh, and 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 I can tell you, judges, you know, they will get. We have one here in Greene County. He does not like speeding. Mm. I mean, he is absolutely. Uh, he. I think you'd be better off if you stab somebody. Wow. He just he does, I think he lost a friend uh, that was speeding, and so he just does not like it. Uh, so there are consequences. I mean, in, in La County, it used to be if you went twenty over, uh, that's uh, two days in jail.
1: I have uh, unfortunately not not had to spend two days in jail, but I've had a few <laughs> twenty overs. Some of uh, the best advice, and my dad had a lot of advice for me growing up. But he always told me when I started driving, he said, "Drive as fast as you can afford." Yeah, that was his that was his go to. Um and so it's been a few years since I've had to have the yeah. the, the walk of shame into <clears throat> Kyle's office and be like Kyle you know, <laughs> so it definitely got my attention. I don't maybe I'm not in, in as big of a hurry anymore, but it it does happen. I think as we get older,
2: I, I notice that I don't really as as much.
1: So I can remember a time. I think you were going to court in uh, Marshfield, if I remember right, and you had some car problems. Oh God! Do you remember that morning? No, I was going to. Had to go to Lebanon. Oh, it was Lebanon. Even and uh, and I had a. tire issue, you did. I think it was. You
2: did. And boy, you were Johnny on the spot. We got you, you to court You've been Johnny on time. the spot for us a lot of times.
1: I really do what I can. I really, you know, I love what I do, and I think that makes a big difference, you know, and I'm very fortunate to be surrounded by a lot of like-minded people. Yeah. You know, that's a, a little bit of a rarity, I guess, you know, that, you know, you have people that are, you know, on the same wavelength, if you will, and it makes things so much better, and that's the only way we can service all the people that we do and keep take care of and get them to court on time, so... So that's a big big deal.
2: Yeah, it was a big drive and I don't know what I would have done. You
1: made it. You you sent yeah, me a picture did. of the uh, clock when yeah. you were there on
0: time.
2: <laughs> Two minutes of spare, something like that.
1: So Sarah, do you ever speed? I'm putting you on the spot here.
0: Actually I don't. I you drive don't. like a grandma.
1: You're the grandma driver.
0: Yes, I've only had one speeding ticket and I think I was like 16 or 17. Wow. I learned my lesson early on. Aha. Yes. So
1: you've not had the the pleasure of meeting a lot of our local mi- municipality law enforcement folks.
0: No, sure haven't.
1: They're great folks by the way. They and I are. and I say that sincerely. They have been just absolutely awesome, you know. They obviously write me a ticket when I get busted, but that's been a few years. So, I think yes, as I got older, maybe I managed time a little bit better, or you know, conduct myself a little bit better. So, you should uh, stop by and say hi once in a while. No, no. You, do, you... <laughs> so do you get nervous when you see a cop behind you?
0: yeah I do. Really? Yeah. So my brother's a cop too. Oh, so he is. Yes. Aha. Uh-huh. I just I don't think I want to face the music if I do get pulled yeah, over.
1: He's gonna know, right? Yeah. He's he'll, gonna call you and scold he'll shame you. me.
0: Yeah, so I I don't want that. Goodness.
1: Well, I definitely do not contone speeding. I want to put that out there for everybody, <laughs> just so everybody knows. I just this is always questions that I that I think about. In this
2: segment, Dustin talked about how to get away with no, speeding.
1: No, well, it happens from time to time. So, what happens if I get a speeding ticket out of state? You'll have to get it. You in can't the, help me. I, I no. don't have a Kyle that can help me. Out no, there's
2: there. There some attorneys out here who, who may have an Arkansas license as well, but. Uh, no, I have not ventured.
1: So I just need to be very careful. When you're One going time. to your Arkansas shop, yep, yeah. Absolutely. All right. We're going to step into a break. When we get back, we're going to talk about buying new vehicles in 2022.
2: There you go. Your complete car care
1: solution.
2: A1 Custom Car Care.
1: Welcome back. We've got special guest, Kyle Wyatt. Wyatt Law & Associates, you have moved. I
2: have. You moved away yeah, yeah, from the... me.
1: You moved farther away. <coughs> I moved away. out of the ghetto.
2: <laughs> No, nah, it went so bad. But I, I've been there. I was there for 11 years off of a corner of Sunshine and Campbell. Yeah, you were there a long time. Uh, it was convenient. It was very convenient.
1: It was awesome, convenient, by
2: the way. I could stop by on my lunch break and <laughs> take care of business. But I figured, you know, once I've been start practicing law now for 20 years, I might want to just have a little higher end, yeah. you know, shop.
1: So I've not visited your new place. It'd be
2: like your sunset location. Yes. That, know, that was that. a
1: big step up. You went to. The old location, the Seabird, yeah. across from Bass Pro, which is now a parking yeah, lot. Yeah, I could, I could walk oh, to it. Yeah. yeah, it was very convenient for you as well. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. But yeah, we definitely stepped up when we went to the sunset location. <laughs> it's uh, it's very impressive. So, how do you like your new location? I like over
2: there? it. I do. It's uh, it, it's it's nice. It's, it's it's convenient that I'm really close to uh, Highway sixty five. Mm-hmm. So uh it, i can jump on the highway and, yeah, and get cause to where you, I want to go. You go to
1: several different uh courthouses yeah, across the area, yeah.
2: right? <clears throat> you know, there's mainly Green, Christian and and um Polk. I'm not Polk but Webster. You, I we do Polk.
1: I think you made it out to Lawrence County for me one time. I, years I do ago. a lot in Lawrence do County you?
2: actually. Yeah. I was just there uh yesterday, Tuesday, right? Yeah. I don't know, not yesterday. Two today Saturday, yeah. Nah. <laughs> uh but yeah, Tuesday I did. And um, I do. I like Lawrence County, though. It's really good. Folks. Yeah. Uh, judges are, are, are good. It just. I, I, I like. I like smaller counties. To be honest with you, if we could, if Catherine and I could live in a smaller one, I'd be happy.
1: So you guys did kind of get it out a little bit, and how come you guys don't go out a little bit farther? You just want to be close to work, I guess. And...
2: You are talking about where we where we bought a house? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> you know, with kids and mm-hmm. school, that is, keep that, in mind. Yep, that is a you good know, point. Yeah, uh... that is a good point.
1: Not everybody can live out in the sticks. <laughs> and...
2: No, <laughs> I tell you with, with the way things are going today, yeah, uh, it's it's becoming more and more attractive. You know, it'd be like Sarah Myers, there live out there. And,
0: hey, my uh, neighbor's house is for sale. You could be my neighbor.
1: There you go. Good yeah. neighbors are important, seriously. Yeah. Which I think you have great neighbors,
0: if yeah. I remember right. Where yeah, you're at
2: yeah, now. we have, yeah, we have fantastic neighbors. So there's children in the neighborhood and stuff. But uh, God, have you seen the gas prices? Oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, yeah, and and so you know, I, I bought last year a 2021. GMC, it's beautiful Denari, Denali, Sierra. beautiful by the way, six point two liter. Do you oh, like oh, that? Oh, oh. Um, Do you yeah. feel the difference? <laughs> other than other than feeding it, boy, I tell you what, it, it can pass anything on the highway but a gas station. Yep, It really can. Yep, and and so I've been looking at the uh, the fuel economy. I'm like at 17 and a half. And, yeah. and and so I I messaged you the other day, and and I'm like, you know. I don't want to get rid of it, and it's it's the highest end mm-hmm. Denali that you can get. I mean, it's got uh, all the bells and whistles. Yeah, all the bells and whistles. So I don't want to lose that 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 luxury, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, but at the same time, uh, fuel economy, I don't think anything's going to get any better. It, it won't. It won't get better until at yeah. least. After 2024, we one this administration is not going to do anything. They,
1: they, this has got to be intentional. <clears throat> I is. mean, it is absolutely intentional to not only destroy, you know, the middle class, but I mean, it's affecting everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know some folks that make some very good livings and it's impacting how they're you know, going to travel, whether they're going to take vacations and where they're going to well,
2: go. We're traveling we're to Florida this yeah. summer <clears throat> and uh, boy, it, it almost might be cheaper to fly. Yeah, you don't, I don't know.
1: Well, so I was looking into that as well. We were talking about that with some family. Um, I know some folks that live in California and they can normally fly to San Antonio for about three to four hundred bucks. They did that here in the last couple of weeks and it was almost 1300 oh, It was up a thousand dollars. All right, maybe not. Yeah, so you might be better off driving, unfortunately.
2: Uh, but the thing, big thing for me though is, is just that fuel economy. So you're seeing about these hybrids. Yep. And, uh, I mean, even now I'm hearing about plug in hybrids mm-hmm. uh so what have you those are all kind of probably new technologies. I don't know if they made it down to a one yet, but
1: well, uh, so I keep a very close eye on that stuff, so typically we don't see things in the aftermarket until they're out of warranty you're You're not going to buy some even though you think I'm awesome and bring it to me if the dealer's going to fix it for free right? right I mean it just doesn't make any sense. Where I'm at on that, and, and we've talked about it at different times, but the battery technology is not there yet. That's a temporary vehicle. Anywhere from about seven years past, the battery is going to be depleted. And you know, with the supply chains that are going on right now, especially as chaotic as the global market is, the supplies to make those batteries is not readily available. so they're talking about um, even Tesla as as big as Tesla is doing it and in my opinion, they're probably doing it the best out of all of them. Um, they're not ha- they're not being able to produce to fulfill things on their new cars. So if you buy one and have a problem, you getting a replacement part for that is almost impossible right now. So it just, it's not there yet. I don't think that buying a, and and I've been really paying close attention to Tesla before the world went crazy. You could get a Tesla for 40 or 50 grand, which is a lot of money. I'm not downplaying that. But um, when you're swiping the card twice at the fuel pump, because it kicked off at 125 and you're still not full yet, all of a sudden, a forty or $50,000 Tesla is not all that big a deal, but the technology is not there as far as it being long-term sustainable, in my opinion. You know, you you think about your—you uh, had an Infiniti prior yeah. to your truck, right? You had that, what, <clears throat> 10, 12 years?
2: Uh, it's, I think we had it for nine years. I bought it brand new in 2012.
1: So we did some <clears throat> service work to that, but yeah. for the most part, it was a very dependable car, and got you to point A to point B, um, you would get that maybe in the beginning with a EV or electric vehicle or even a hybrid, but long-term, you're not going to get sure. that. And so if a software update goes wrong or the voltage gets a little wonky, you know, even on a gas engine car, typically you still make it from point A to point B. Maybe a light comes on. On an electric car, it locks it out. You're done. Wow. You're stuck. You're not moving. You're not doing anything. So I'm not totally like, pooping on the electric car, the EV market or the hybrid market, but it's just not there yet. So buying one in this climate, I just don't think, maybe if you had it as a big tax write-off, and mm. I know there's there was, I don't know <clears throat> if there still is a bunch of incentives out there.
2: Yeah, I think there's like a $7,500 tax incentive or whatever if you buy even a hybrid, as long as the battery is like a certain size, mm-hmm. has to be. I could
1: I could easily see that, but seventy five hundred bucks on fifty grand or seventy five, you know, thousand somewhere in that market to buy one. Have you ever driven one? No. By the way, huh. so the interesting part of this. So some of our stores put in ToxLock devices in uh, vehicles. <laughs> I'm sure you're somewhat familiar with those, Kyle. So I had to well, put, not personally, no. not Let's personally. <laughs> 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 Let's clear that up right now. <laughs> Uh, some of them, uh, I had to go down to one of our Arkansas stores and install them in a Nissan Leaf, which is an all-electric vehicle. Oh. Which normally it, you know, disrupts the vehicle from starting. But when it's all electric, uh, you know, you're what are you going to do? It's just a battery. So I was able to figure it out, and it, it, they were sending them from all over the state because we were the only one that would would take it on. Everybody else just said no. And so I uh, test drove that vehicle, and instead of having a power curve, you know, when you take off in your truck it kind of builds power and then you feel it sit in that that band. Sarah, in yours it'd be when the turbo kicks in. Yeah. You you may not, you know, drive it very aggressively, but I'm sure you can feel when that turbo charger mm-hmm. kicks in. With a all electric vehicle, the torque is immediate. It is unbelievable how responsive those cars are and very fun to drive actually. So, not that I was hot-rodding it, but it, there is a significant difference <laughs> driving because there's no torque curve the torque curve is immediate and you away you go so i think it'll come eventually but i think we're still probably 10 years from where i would consider the technology and hopefully the supply situation getting taken care of to where that would be a good move in my opinion
2: so you're thinking hybrid is not a good route to go I,
1: yeah because you're still dealing with the battery technology the generator uh, which is incorporated in the transmission i've dealt with some of those that are out of warranty and have failed um Yeah, I just don't see that long-term to where you can drive it, you know, 9, 10 years, pretty much trouble-free, you know, and that's what I look for. I want to drive them, you know, that 10-year mark is pretty much my minimum. You know, if I can get 20 years out of one, I'm gonna. Wow. Uh, two of my personal vehicles, my, my Duramax is 355,000. We've got a Ford Excursion. That's 440,000 on it. They tow the camper. They still do the job. I mean, they're, they're doing a great job and that's how I justify, you know, spending fifty sixty thousand $60,000 on a vehicles that I can drive at that kind of mileage, um, so far after being paid off that it makes sense. Sure. So that's kind of what I – that's why I don't think the hybrid or the uh, EV electric, full electric vehicle is really the way to go as of yet. As well as have you seen any power charging stations around in your travels, like at gas stations or anything like that? Have well, you noticed any? <coughs> you see
2: them at hy V. Yeah.
1: Oh, I they saw, do have them on yeah, Hy-Vee? I, I saw didn't that, know that the other day. That's a new one. Um, uh, the only place that I've seen one local, which is probably more – um, there's a there's a Harley dealership in Joplin right off of one of the turnoffs. And I had been down there quite a few times. They had, I think, six or eight Tesla charging stations at that particular come and go. Now, if you lived right there, that'd be cool. But if, you know, you got to travel, you'd almost kind of have to plan your route out of, of where it's yeah, going to be. True. So time flies when you're having fun. We're down at the bottom of the hour. We'll be right back with Kyle in a moment. Your complete
2: car care solution. A1 custom car care.
1: Welcome back. We've got special guest Kyle Wyatt in studio. You got a brand new truck. I say it's brand new. Do You it consider is. it still brand new?
2: Well, It's not even a year old, is it? I, this is June, so early June. When did I get? It? I got it. Yeah, I, I think I got it probably early it's, June. So it's I, got I to be pretty old. close. I, and, and I bought it sight unseen. Oh, that's right, you did. Well, I you remember trucks were well. They had those chip shortages. Yeah, that was the beginning beginning still of the do. chip shortage. Um, and so you couldn't go and and I was initially going to buy a new Ford F-150 mm-hmm. Platinum, I think is what we, we kind of settled on. Yep. we did a show about trucks. Absolutely. Right. Cause I needed a, a vehicle that was gonna be big enough for all my kids cause the affinity definitely was not. Nope. And, uh, and I've always wanted a truck, uh, like trucks. Um, and so, uh, Pinterger had, uh, a couple of Denali's. One was already sold. And and they weren't even at the lot on the lot wow. yet.
1: My goodness. Wow.
2: Yeah. So I just had to look at a picture of it online, <laughs> and uh, hope and, for the best, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's brand new, so I mean, obviously, what, you know, it's probably not gonna have a whole lot of problems, but yeah, it was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the heads-up display, leather, lane control—I mean, it's everything.
1: So, how have you liked how? Sucks a parking truck? though. Yeah, that was gonna be one of my questions. Parking, it Hate is. It. Yeah.
2: Where you, you know, Catherine's not dro- has not drove that truck yet. Really, a year old,
1: she, no interest. She's or? scared of it. Oh, because it's so doggone on well, It is. It's, it's yeah.
2: a massive beast. I mean, it's a fifteen hundred, but I mean, it's a it's a massive beast. Uh, and and trying to park it, you know, I'm. I'm getting a little bit better at it but well we went to uh, columbia a few weeks ago i uh, to a mizzou baseball game and it took us forever to get out of this little tiny parking spot mm-hmm. because you couldn't there wasn't a whole lot of room to kind of back up turn so i had to go basically in reverse all the way out of the parking lot my goodness to get out which you wouldn't have had that problem in in a car or, or maybe even a, an in suv uh they just don't turn but well
1: no it, it, you're exactly right a lot of times i find that I've just conceded to parking in the back of whatever place I'm going to, or I will drive over the curb and park in the grass. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of that redneck What is there. it about it, though? So
2: I heard that if you drive a Suburban, mm-hmm. which is the size of a truck, yep. full-size truck, it's easier to park. They, they typically are. Why? Some
1: of it will be wheelbase. Okay. And so as you extend that wheelbase, it extends your turning radius drastically. So the Suburban typically is about a six to eight inch shorter wheelbase than what you're going to be running. Um, The truck and the bedside, a lot of times with the the, as tall as the bedsides are. When I was a kid, you know, you talk about like the 80s and 90s. The bedside would hit you, you know, maybe about belt high, maybe a little bit higher than that. This one, heck, it's about like shoulder high on a newer truck. The Mm. bedsides are very tall. And so you lose a lot of that sight radius. But you probably have quite a few cameras on that truck.
2: Oh, it's cameras everywhere. Yeah.
1: So does that help? Have you noticed any uh, improvement being able to look at all the the screens and oh, whatnot? Oh, absolutely.
2: I mean, that part's great.
1: I've not really ever stepped up into that. You know, I've I've always been a big tow mirror kind of guy. I am a. I will put tow mirrors on about everything, and I don't even care how funny that looks on a half-ton truck. I know there's a ton of memes out there about that. Um, but that makes a big, big difference. So have you been doing, you know, truck stuff with it? Have you
2: enjoyed having the bed and the luggage and all that? I tailgated and th- See, my, my So the GMC Sierra has the trifold. It's tailgate, amazing. That tailgate is And it awesome. has a speaker system in it. Oh, you got the speaker cool. set up. Yeah. So, I bet that was... So we can literally tailgate with music. Wow. And, and it's a great sound coming out of the tailgate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a truly... Yeah, it is. But God, the gas! Yeah, you just—that's just, just going to be a deal breaker. It isn't is. It? It's that's just it's just the. But, but again, I mean, I, I have to hope that this is temporary. Yes. Unfortunately, I, I think this could very well last into till past twenty four.
1: I think. Well, it, it, it's going to have to, even if things because Biden's never
2: going to release our uh, fuel. Never. But he's pretty much
1: got his boot over the neck of our fuel production. Right. Not only are they sending the diesel either south or across the pond, and they're, whatever we do have, they're sending it away right now, and we are not being able to use it. They sent a whole bunch down south. I forget what um, South American country they sent it to. But it was because they didn't have the same regulations we do. Yeah. Um, and so they could uh, basically send that or um, export that amount of diesel fuel because it would uh, basically their Green New Deal Clean Air Act here in the States, the fuel wouldn't pass that. Mm-hmm. But it would down in South America. So they sent all that fuel away. And you and I are paying tons of money at the dang pumps right now. It's just infuriating I don't to continue our truck to watch.
2: Drivers are doing it.
1: Well, I've got two personal. Well, I have three personal diesel pickups, and man, it's unbelievable five five thirty a gallon here around Springfield parts, and and I know you can get it five oh nine. You know, there's some, but still five bucks. That's a ton of money. Yeah, and I don't think we've seen the height of it as of this point either. So yeah, those trucks that are pretty much sitting. I'm not, I'm not doing as little as possible with them unless I have to tow.
2: Or haul something. Well, when your friends from the left say that <clears throat> Biden has no control over this, this, no, is, this is not no. his fault. Uh, there's a clip, <clears throat> uh, 2018. Okay. Chuck Schumer is out uh, grandstanding, whatever, and 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 demanding President Trump his gas got to three dollars a gallon. Mm-hmm. So how would you like to get three dollars a gallon oh, again? Right? That'd be a deal. Uh, and and demanding that he do something, that he goes to OPEC and does something. So it's amazing. That's well, the majority leader Schumer. Well, why you did that in 2018? How come you're not on the on the, the capital steps today, demanding the president do something? So,
1: do you think they have short-term memory loss? You think that's? I mean, it's like They're they they yeah. they get up and each day is a new day, and whatever happened previously, you know. I, I never thought I would see fuel as cheap as it was when I started driving, mm-hmm. and it got cheaper here when we had Trump. Whether you like Trump, hate Trump, whatever. He actually got us producing and self-sustaining our own energy, and we all benefited from it, you know, to see close to a dollar a gallon, regular unleaded, which we did not that long ago. I haven't forgot that. That was, uh, you really didn't have to think about your fuel costs at that point. Now it's, you know, sometimes several hundred dollars a week of your household income that goes to fuel.
2: Yeah, and so I don't see how the uh, the elections coming up in November, we're, we're, we're not that far away from it, mm-hmm. what, five months? Yep, it's coming up. So uh, how can you be a Democrat and say, vote for me? Uh, what are you going to run on? I mean, what, a good what, 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 what greatness have they done? How has your life been improved? I, we know some are going to get elected. You know, it's just they have blind – I, I talked to a guy. Uh, yesterday, he he actually w- used to work for the Democrat Party doing stuff, mm-hmm. and he's a client of mine. And I just asked him, "Go, how do you guys? I mean, how do you how do you guys justify this? You know, do you, do you just say Mia Copa? You know, and and, and 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 no, I mean they're like they they blame everything else but themselves for for the problems.
1: I don't get that. I just don't see. I mean, it's so glaring at this right. point right now. Like you would, you'd have to just be oblivious." And I know they don't look at a lot of the facts. You know, there's a lot of gun control stuff being floated around right now. Um, But I lived outside of Chicago as a kid, which is a free fire zone, you know, gun-free zone. Right. There's more guns there by bad folks than you could shake a stick at, and the good folks can't have them. You know, they're not going to break the law. So it just the the fact that they cannot, you know, look at or use or even— entertain the fact of what works or doesn't work you know as far as hey this doesn't work let's stop doing that sure it just blows me away the fact that you know it's just not more obvious i don't know how you could not see that you know if something's not working let's quit doing that
2: yeah and so it's just going to take the people that really to to rise up and 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 to vote i mean you can you can sit on your couch bitch ain't gonna do any good no that's a good vote yeah Everybody,
1: yeah. We need as many legitimate voters to offset some of the <laughs> the non legitimate things going on as possible. So, Miss Sarah, do we have a minute? Yeah. Okay. So I got some questions for you.
0: Okay.
1: Because you're in the car market right now. How's that I going?
0: Oh, uh, it's frustrating. Yeah. I'm just what tired What have you been finding out there? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah.
1: So I've been thinking a lot about this because I take you know all of our transportation very seriously. I feel like I you know, have a, at least a little bit of, uh, of a role to play there. Um, so how's your car running right now? We've got a check engine light on. Is it still doing okay? or yeah, is it giving? it's,
0: it's perfectly fine. Okay. So.
1: so you've got some time. We're not broken yes. down. We're not, you know, the old Danger Ranger. I know Ryan hates when we bring that up, but you guys were pretty much up against a wall when mm-hmm. his truck gave up. And it was a major, you know, it was an engine-related failure internal um, so are you finding any deals out there or is it just crazy? Oh, right
0: now? absolutely not. Everything is around the 23,000 oh mark gosh. and up.
1: And I'm assuming that's used with some high yes. mileage on mm-hmm. there as well. So I've been watching and paying attention to a lot of different things, but the, you know, I think it, uh, you and I did a show here probably about nine months ago, the used car prices had gone up 20 something percent. They went up another 30% after that. They're starting to trend down and down and down. So um, if you're not backed into a corner, this may be a little bit of a silver lining. Maybe I'm trying to just shine a bright spot on a frustrating moment. Um, but the inventory is going to start coming back in the used car market, partially because of inflation, the fuel prices that we've been going through the, today. Um, so if you're not backed into a corner, you know, another couple months may look a whole lot different. And you're, you are you know, hopefully be able to get the right deal instead of, you know, having to get into something that's way overinflated in price. Yeah, so. he's not
2: wrong about that. I, I, I talked to a buddy of mine, and uh, he's friends with one of the owners of the major dealerships we have here. Mm-hmm. It is difficult for them to buy a vehicle. They've been cross-buying from other dealers. Wow. To get hard, and they're paying above MSRP.
1: At the dealer they're, level. They're at the
2: dealer level. They're paying over that. And, 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 and he's like, and I'll sell it. I'll wow. sell it. Uh, when we went to uh, Affinity this uh, weekend, they didn't have hardly anything on the lot. Right. Uh, and he goes, we got 10 coming in in June. They're sold.
0: Wow. He does he He's
2: like, if I had 25, they'd be sold my goodness uh so yeah yeah now is probably not the the most opportune time to to buy uh but at, at some point i mean it is going to catch they'll, up at get inventory i don't think that
1: the new cars are going to catch up in 2022 i personally would not i would hold off it, if at all possible and wait so we're going to step into one more break we'll be right back after
2: this your complete car care solution a1 custom car care
1: all right, welcome back. we got just a little bit of time. We've got Sarah Dustin, Kyle Wyatt, Wyatt Law and Associates. So, Kyle, I used to come in and hang out with you on Saturdays, yeah. didn't I? That was one of my most enjoyable things. And I didn't, you know, I was new to the radio thing a little bit. So I was like, you know, trying not to, uh, you know, disturb your show. But you pretty much roll with the punches. Oh. So I would come in and sit. And I really enjoyed sitting in here, being in studio while you did your show. Um, we had several elections during mm-hmm. those times. Very yeah. heated. It was very entertaining to to get some of the or to watch your reaction of how you handled some of the calls coming in. Um, I took a lot of notes. So we were talking off air that you know I used to sit down and write every show that we were going to talk about. Um, and I guess it's been a while now. I don't feel like I need to do that anymore.
2: Yeah, I think that's with anything though. Uh, you know, when I first started practicing, the first probably ten, twelve years. Yeah. I would write out all my questions that I would ask in direct examinations or depositions or or whatever. Um, You know, and and if if something is complex, I'll still, like, do some maybe uh, some talking points, whatever. But generally, I know how to do something. And so I've asked the same questions for 20 years, so it just becomes old hat, much like doing a radio show. Mm -hmm. Uh, Somebody can... uh, Our pastor at church does this thing called uh, Sermon in a Box, and it's a shoe box, and basically each each week a kid, a different kid, will come and, 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 and bring something in the box. And he only has three rules. It, it can't be dead. It can't be alive. <laughs> and, and it can't be Cardinals because he's a Cubs fan. Right? Oh, he's a Cubs yeah. fan. Wow. That's... And, and so what he would do is they would pull out something out of the box. And it could be a Barbie. It could be a rock. It could be, you know, whatever. And then he would come up with a sermon okay. on it. Well, he's been doing this for 20-plus years. Uh, and so he's able to just kind of pull out of his butt a sermon Regarding whatever it is, it could be a pack of gummy bears, hmm. you know, for all I. And so, really, that's that's how it, it kind of works because we we know you have a, a very broad understanding of all things uh, mechanical. Yes. Uh, you know the things that I love about your shows, uh, especially as one that's going to be coming up for me is travel. Yeah. You know, we're going to be taking another road trip. We took one last year uh to south uh, or south beach orange beach uh alabama hmm. uh beautiful out there if you haven't been beautiful white sands uh you wouldn't think alabama as a destination for so for i've been beach.
1: to gulf shores a couple of times yeah, i don't it's know not how that far close. from it yeah not that uh, far
2: it definitely yeah it's, yeah it, it, it's, it's literally like three minutes from pensacola uh uh-huh. i yes. mean literally it's just it's just down the road um but uh we're we're gonna be making the the trek to orlando Disney World. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes, got to do that with the three kids. Uh, so I, I think we are probably take the truck because I don't think it's going to get that – I don't think the van is necessarily going to get that much better of gas yeah. mileage.
1: You might get a uh, couple miles to a gallon better, but
2: – But the the ride, I think, will be better in the truck. Yeah. It's just – I mean, it's a lot more room in it. Uh, a lot
1: more capable as well. You know, God forbid something happened and you need to get off-road or go around oh, something. yeah. You know, I I kind of look at it from that side of it that you know I want as much capability as possible, and I will sacrifice some miles to the gallon to do so. <laughs> I guess from my side of it, I want to be able to hook you know twelve thousand pounds to the bumper and drag it along. So yeah. that's kind of my my thing. We we got into the RVing world here a little while back, and that was a big push to go into the diesel side of things, as hey, I needed to haul us and all of our stuff and the kids. But I also needed to haul, you know, 10,000
2: pounds of camper behind it. So, sure.
1: You going to get you a camper one of these days?
2: <sighs> like to. I, you know, I don't have – I don't live out in the country, so I don't yeah. have a big place to, to, to store it. I, have I to, would I have to go rent someplace. I, I
1: would hate to pay for rent on storing a camper for sure. But, yeah, we uh, – thankfully, we do live out in the country outside of Clever and Boaz there and – I'm very thankful to be outside of that. I'm getting ready to build a big gate so I can close our compound off. Yeah, yeah. I want to. You know, the world's getting crazy. <laughs> you and ready. the rest are going to have guns <laughs> out there. Yeah, you darn right. <laughs> you darn right. So what
2: be what be your your, your the, the, the best advice you can get me? You know, so we're we're, we're leaving early August. What yep. what should I what should I be doing? I mean, I you know, granted, it's a year old yep. truck. Uh, we need to bring it in. Have uh, all the. You know, fluids check
1: Absolutely. So that's a big tell right there. You know, if something's going on, I will see and we will find evidence. Either it'll be low, it'll be discolored. That's a huge sign. I do also carry a few extra fluids, even on a newer vehicle with me. I'm going to have some coolant. I'm going to have some washer fluid, um, et cetera, as well as tires. I know I beat tires into the dirt, Mm -hmm. but that's the number one reason people, you know, have trouble out on the road. And you can pick up something in a brand new truck with a brand new tire that, you know cuts the sidewall or puts you down and be stuck out on the side of the road you need to make sure you have the right tools to change and service it which i'm sure you do where they're located you know sometimes finding them in cars have you looked for your your tools for your jack or anything like that in that new pickup
2: well it's underneath the bed i know that so that's where the tire is as far as but i have my own jack and Good. Why not?
1: Just being prepared of, hey, what's going to happen if you get stuck out there is a huge, huge thing. And so a little bit of preparation on that side of it goes a long way. I can't tell you how many spare tires that I've aired up for people before they go on a long trip that you get a flat. And I've been there. That's why I check a lot of the spares. You get a flat. You go to get the spare tire, and the spare tire is flat. You talk about a uh, adult conversation out there on the side of the road having a man temper <laughs> tantrum right there you'll get it so I don't I don't you know it's just one of those things it's happened so um, and then you know if you've got an older vehicle making sure the date on the tires which yours is new you're not gonna have to worry about that but there's some checks and then every time you stop for fuel which is gonna be you know fairly often it sounds like. Um, I go around and I put my palm on the tire on the sidewall of all the tires, and that's a quick down and dirty way while it's fueling to make sure that I don't have a low tire that I'm causing some issues while I'm driving.
2: So if you have a low tire, you're going to feel more heat.
1: Yep. Yep, it's uh, more rolling resistance, more resistance creates heat. So you'll get kind of a baseline relationship of how warm all the tires are. And when you find one that's low, it will, on the palm of your hand, you will notice it right there immediately. So it's real quick. I wash all the windows when we stop. I walk around, touch all the tires. Um, And if I find anything irregular, then I know I've got an issue going on. But that's one of my biggest, I don't say tricks of the trade, but it's one of those things to keep you from having problems out on the road. Right. So, big big deal.
2: Uh, when you're looking for cars, you might want to hear something I have been I've been watching a lot of YouTube yep, on, yep. you know, uh, SUVs and whatnot. Some of them don't come with spare tires.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, no. That kidding. is a good
1: point. Very good point.
0: And another thing to add to your list, new wipers. Oh, good point. Yes. Yeah. Dustin's told me horror yep. stories. Of uh, wipers. What's the shelf life on one of those?
1: So every six months is my rule. Oh. Well, every I, six I months. haven't changed
2: mine since I bought it.
0: Well, yeah. there you go. You need new wipers.
1: Yeah. And typically, I know I don't think about it until I've got this torrential down for, you know, yeah. happen. I'm like, crap. I needed to put wipers on. What's it deal with it?
2: the cost? It's, yeah, highway it uh, it's highway robbery. I don't know.
1: It's highway robbery. I
2: feel like I feel like that I, I went through some sort of time warp because I put new wipers mm-hmm. on, on Catherine's van not so long ago. And and they wanted like a hundred bucks for mm-hmm. the for the pair. I'm like, what? Yeah. It, it, it just I remember getting them at Walmart for like 10, 15 bucks a piece. Even Walmart,
1: they're they're and sometimes
2: like they're like coming to, you
1: Yeah, know? they're they're north of thirty bucks sometimes, depending on what you're getting. So. I don't have a good answer for that. It's it's just highway robbery, in my opinion. Huh. It's unbelievable. And I have bought the expensive ones, and they've been just as garbage as the rest of them. Yeah, so, we
2: did the uh, whatever the, the top brand one. It's mm-hmm. supposed to keep a wind- know, it's windex. Rain-X. A little bit of Rain-X, yeah. Rain-X, yeah. Rain-X, yeah.
1: So I put there's a concentrated Rain-X that you can add to your washer fluid. Yeah. So I'm a big Rain-X proponent, and so I put that in my washer fluid. And then I buy a good middle of the road wiper, and I have been very, very happy. We stock I think rainguard. I shopped very hard for those yeah it's a good quality wiper at what I consider a reasonable acceptable price. I think they're around nineteen bucks each, and All that right. pretty much fits you know most makes and models you got some weird exotic or something out there, um, but we looked hard and wide to make sure we were putting a good quality wiper, and I didn't have to charge people a hundred bucks for a set of wipers that's yeah, pretty ridiculous, ridiculous so is sarah
0: time flies when you're having fun
1: kyle thank you so much for coming on the show uh we will tune up and do some travel shows in the next few weeks all right awesome
0: and if you guys are out there and you have any questions or comments you can text them in 417-447-5743 or you can reach out to us on our social media at 1041 ksgf guys i hope you have a good rest of your weekend excellent be safe bye bye